yellow mention chronicles. Yellow mention chronicles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say less. I'll just let you know you're recording, by the way. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> What? Don't oh, don't worry. The only call by the blank about me just saying okay. But well, we all Gucci though. Don't worry okay. about it. Anyway, yeah, mm-hmm. you already know what it is, man. It's your boy. Been away from the phone for goddamn forever in the world. Um, and you already know what it is. It's the boy Cool Kid himself, and this is the Yellow Mansion Chronicles. With my favorite person in the whole wide world today, you know, I got Miss J with me, and about my life thus far and shit. You know, I've been saying I want somebody to interview me, and it's really the only person I trust besides my family to interview me about my life thus far. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I keep in mind, it's supposed to be like, I don't, how many questions is it? It now? was 15 questions, bro. So, so it started out just to be 10 questions, then it moved to 12, yeah. and then we took forever to even get to do the questions, so then it just moved to 15. So, I don't even know what these questions are. I also don't know what these questions are because I left the questions. That too. Mm. We was going to leave that out because I didn't want to put you on blast. Oh, like I put me on blast. Oh, shit. You heard it here first. You didn't hear from mm-hmm. me. Um, But, yeah, so I don't know what these 15 questions are going to be. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, shit. Uh, can I ask two questions before we ask these 15 questions? Is these questions I'm going to have to, like, put somebody on blast? Um... You don't have to put anybody on blast. So I don't have to name no names? You don't have to name names. I'm not going to do that anyway, but... I know that. That's why I was like... But if I have a petty moment, just stop me. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So let's get into it. I'm going to pass you the phone, really. We're going to sit it right here in the middle, because I don't know how... Yeah. Uh, we in. I What's... wonder if... I don't know. Oh, maybe right here? Because at this point... Oh, shit. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Uh, my car's name is Betty White. Uh, yeah, me and Betty White for the for the last, last time. Last time. So it's it's like, I can't with you. <laughs> so we and Betty White for the last time. I figured it was only right mm-hmm. to do this episode in honor of Betty White. So mm-hmm. so people hear this because I don't know when I'm posting this. It's probably gonna be the Wednesday. Okay. So one of the two. But um, I am ready when you are to ask these questions. I'm low key kind of scared. I ain't gonna hold you. Why? Well, cause shit, you might you might best friend in the whole wide world. I know, but I'm not gonna put you in a position where you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, cause I'm gonna say it. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, I'm just saying though, like at this point, I don't think I'm gonna like start it. taking pictures of stuff, so I have no excuse not having stuff. Hmm. But anyway, the first question I believe is. Why did you name Yellow Mansion Chronicles Yellow his name? Mansion, yeah, his name. Well, shit. Because one, Yellow Mansion is just a brotherhood. It's really uh, a force for the brotherhood, sisterhood, the friends that I have. And plus, I grew up in a yellow house. Mm-hmm. So, like, being Yellow Mansion is like shit I learned in the process of me growing up mm-hmm. and being stuff I'm learning now. So, it's still a process of me learning. And I think it's still going to be a process of me learning. Not like as I get older and just don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but just in general, because I'm always learning something new. Mm-hmm. So, Yellow Mansion Chronicles is really it's the chronicles of me. 
<laughs> each their step of life. Mm -hmm. So. Okay. Also, um, I lost my voice, so if I sound a little funny, that's the reason. Oh, we got the A. What is the ASMR vibes yes, going on? Yes, I was really gonna whisper the whole time, <laughs> which I kind of am right now, but because I'm a lot louder than this in real life. You think we should tag it? Like, and hey, let's go see how many hits like it. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, what is, what is something, what is one of your main expectations to, well, no, let me not start that way. Okay, let's start with you. Um, who are you? What are, <laughs> What are some things about you that make the Yellow Mansion Chronicles the Yellow Mansion Chronicles? Because really it's about you growing, but you know, what kind of made you develop Yellow Mansion Chronicles? Well, okay. So this is how it all started, really. It really started over a messed up relationship. Mm -hmm. Like four or five, what year is this? 2021. 2016 yeah so 2016 i was like in this little crazy relationship and i didn't know what i was doing at the time and mind you the year beforehand i had just got a six-year relationship with my ex-fiance so i was still dealing with that not knowing that i was dealing with that or trying to avoid i guess per se of dealing with that so i just did stupid shit and it was like in the process of that i'm just like i got to my last relationship that i thought i liked this person she was like hella far older than me, like cougar status. I ain't gonna hold you shit. I like all women, but that besides the point. The point is this. Oh my god. Wait. Yeah. The point is this. I at, after that point, and like I feel like my heart was broken a little bit. I was like, you know what? I did it out of spite to show like the other person like, yeah, look at me now, stepping the fuck up. But it really like developed more than that as far as like really dealing my dealing with my emotions as a person. Right. Cause I never really dealt with my emotions. Right. Plus I had all of, I had backed up emotions that I didn't know I had. Mm -hmm. So it started out really because I wasn't really gonna go no further than being on Facebook, like live show chronicles. That's how I first started. Mm -hmm. It wasn't going no further than that. I was gonna do it until I got tired and got all my feelings out. But then, like you know, my people, mm -hmm. you know, they pushed me to say, "Why not just do an ash one my hands?" I was like, you know what? I don't want to, but. Like, what other choices I got to have at this point? <laughs> Let's just see what happens. And then mm -hmm. that's how the birth of Yellow Magic Chronicle came. I was like, you know what? If I'm going to do this podcast, I might as well make it benefit for me as well. Because I write music and stuff. Right? And so I'm like, if I do this podcast and I put my own music out through my podcast, and then nobody can say nothing because everything is under me. Mm -hmm. So that's how I thought business-wise. But I was like, after a while, I was just like, you know what? Let's just see how far I can get with this. Do I really want to go through with the Yellow Mansion Chronicles? Do I want to go through with the podcast and being a podcaster? Because I didn't know shit. Mm -hmm. and, and Jay would tell you, I didn't know nothing about podcasting. Mm -hmm. All I know is shit from what I heard. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm going to do that. And then once I figured out that didn't work, okay, on the, this week I got three plays. The next week I got one play. What am I doing wrong? Mm -hmm. I said, I don't know. So I just started doing research behind that. And, um, I ain't gonna hold on. I forgot the whole question of what we asked in the beginning. With. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was about basically, you kind of answered the question already yeah. how 
did the Yellow Mansion Chronicles come about? Yeah. You know, what were you going through? A crazy relationship. Yeah. I was. It was really my fault. I ain't going to hold you. <laughs> no, it was my fault because cause I wasn't ready. When she was asking me, I was not ready for it at the time. Mm. And instead of me saying that, I made up excuses mm. to not say it. So when I finally had the guts to say it, she didn't already kick me to the curb. So now I'm pissed off because I didn't get the chance to say it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm pissed off that she broke up with me, but pissed off I didn't get the chance to say it. And I think at that point I knew, like, let me speak my piece. Start picking my piece around people and getting the shit out of my system. So, right. So, yeah. Hey, two questions in. Hey. All right. This may be ten questions long like you wanted. Why is it ten questions long? Because I can't think of <laughs> all the shit. That had already written down. I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. But um, piggybacking off of that question, um, what are some of your expectations? What do you feel like you're going to get out of Yellow Mansion Chronicles? A whole new perspective on life. Mm -hmm. Um, There's really three things, really. A a whole whole outlook, perspective on my life and others. Um, a whole outlook at me actually going through the shit I'm going through now and to look back at from years from now and be like, damn, I really was out here grinding, trying to get my shit off the ground and all that. Yeah, that ain't shit. Just, I guess, for me, just to have an outlet, not just for me to, to deal with my mental health and my, ment- my mental stability, but to help others to deal with that as well. Oh, that's what we got to do. I know, sidebar, but that's what we got to do. What? Part three of the middle and half of black, middle and half of black America. Oh shit! That's I forgot. Oh, that's a, oh, oh baby. right. I never finished it. I never yeah, like put did. it together. I remember I did part one and part two mm-hmm. in like the last season. I never did part three. Mm-hmm. So we got to bring back part three. Yep. So I've been saying it in the beginning of the. Like, yes. All right. I figured out. Yeah, I'll be tired. I'm old now, but um. Shut up, man. You're all right. <laughs> we uh so question number four do you feel like you answered question number three <laughs> that's our question number four but do you feel like you answer question three yeah in a sense yeah okay i feel like that okay question number four where do you see your podcast in the next three years do you want, what do you want? Like, do you want to be making money off of it? Do you want it to be rolled into something else? Because I'm not going to out Austin's work, but he's working on other projects outside of this. And we are working on another project outside of this. I mean, it's a little teaser for y'all. Yeah. But um, <laughs> we are working on another project outside Not teaser. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for this one, I think... I think with this one, I would love to make money off of this, off my own podcast that I've been doing for like what? How long have I been podcasting now? Two years? Three yeah, years? maybe. Two, two three years? God, dog. Shit, it's been that long. Mm-hmm. Damn. Been hella more consistent than me. Mm-hmm. Hey, well, look, that was because I almost been forgetting the shit. I had to write the shit down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you gotta God. write this shit down. For real, for real. Gotta write this shit down. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I do eventually want to make money from this podcast and, of course, from my other project that we're doing as well. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. But mm-hmm. anyway, 
I'll get to that in a minute. But mm-hmm. especially with that, you know what, honestly, because I think this one, this just one by myself alone, the main focus of it was for my music. So when I know once that, once my music get off the ground, I'm already putting that into my podcast, like my own radio station. Because nobody mm-hmm. ever done that shit. I feel like I'll be the first one to do it. So that's really the goal. Just do, do the unthinkable mm-hmm. and make it thinkable and make mm-hmm. it possible. Make the impossible possible for mm-hmm. others. Okay. So three years, that's what I see. Mm-hmm. Making the impossible possible for others. The blueprint, the foundation for other people to do it. Okay. That's good. Um, for Okay. So, question number five. You are a songwriter. You're a musician, an artist. Um, what is your favorite genre of music? Oh. Oh, my goodness. There's so many, bro. Oh, my God. There's so many. If I, and I gotta pick one. Can I pick two? No. I gotta pick one. Um, two would be too easy. You know, I know that. No, one. They would really be hard for me to pick two. T- two to stick with. Oh my goodness. Um, favorite genre. You know what? I ain't gonna lie. Lately, I've been in my love. R&B, R&B vibes mm-hmm. been like as far as writing so that's my favorite genre right now okay that's fine that's my favorite genre right now to mm-hmm. be in cause I'm just writing about my heartbreaking shit so mm-hmm. I guess that's that I still ain't finished that's another story for another time another place anyway um but yeah R&B would be my genre for right now as far as overall I really can't choose one because I'll have a whole dance hall moment in like 35 seconds and write a whole dance hall so I don't want to make shit sense to nobody but me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It it really depends on what mood. Mm-hmm. It do. It depends on what mood and and what I'm feeling that very moment and mm-hmm. what I'm eating or something. You know, something got to trigger that emotion mm-hmm. for me to write. So, but I know writing that R&B is the mood because I've been writing like Hella love songs, hella heartache songs, and hella other songs and shit. But <laughs> that's how I start with that. Mm, okay. Okay, 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 okay. Um, <clears throat> what is your favorite type of music to write? Um, as crazy as that shit sounds. Jazz. Mm. Uh, no, actually, it's not that crazy because I feel like the beginning of this podcast it gives off like the the intro. Yeah, kind of give off a jazzy vibe. Yeah, so it's a jazz be my thing. Mm-hmm. It's like I like I don't know I like sounds and I really been like on a Masego trip mm-hmm. lately. Listen to his music. Oh mm-hmm. my god, Navajo is like my new song right now. Oh, I love Masigo. <laughs> right. Navajo is, my, is a masterpiece. Right. You don't think, especially with that simple alone, mm-hmm. and then how he combined that, the combined the beat. And it's mm-hmm. not even like a regular, like a boom And his beat. sax. Right. His and sax. Sax. And a saxophone. He's a saxophone. He's a saxophone. He's a saxophone. There we go. 
the saxophone is on top of that, and it's just like, yo, it is mind blowing. Mm-hmm. It is. It's like mind blowing. I'm just like this dude is like not only a a, a, a writing genius in my mind, but it's like he's a musicianal genius. Yeah, he's an arranger. Mm-hmm. He's a true like arrangist. Mm-hmm. And he can, you, yeah, he can see it and put it together, mm-hmm. and that's what I feel like I'm at right now when I say I'm like I'm writing my music. Prince and Michael Jackson were like that; they see the music. Mm-hmm. So, and I feel like Mesa Go is like still on the up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a lot of people don't know him like that. That's how I feel about. I don't know if you ever hit listen to Brent Fires. Yeah, but Brent that's how Fires is, is on, on the up, up, up on the up, up. and up. Because he's bringing back something we never knew. I mean, we knew because we're millennials and we grew up with Yeah, the but the uh, uh, people after this yeah. don't know that. Yeah, like something we really needed back. And it's like a newer flair to something old. Mm-hmm. So Brent is amazing. And, you know, I've been into uh, Gibeon. Have you heard I listen to some of his stuff, but I haven't really got into it yet. Oh, I haven't, on. I haven't got into it yet because I've been like, I've been on Masigo, I've been on um, Brent Fires, her. I've been on her. Oh, I love her. I've been on her music. Um, who else have been listening to? Um, shit, I can't think of the person's name right now. It's in my playlist too. I've been listening to Snowa. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's one song. Uh, it's different. It got that. It oh, got that. It got that Corrine Bailey Ray oh, vibe yeah. to it. She hasn't come out with no. I was literally just talking to my homegirl about how she hasn't came out with no, no new music, music to two that since two thousand twelve. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm just like she was a banger. What? Happened? Oh, not for me. I don't like Kareem Bailey. Well, well, that one song was like a bang. I'm talking like just like le- analytics wise. That mm-hmm. one song was a banger for her, and why she didn't make anything? Guess I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Like she could have did, in my opinion, I feel like she could have did more mm-hmm. with her voice. Especially. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh my God. Okay. So, how do you feel about the Drake project? What you mean, Drake Project? The one, the he new one. Scary Hours. Ah, mm. I ain't gonna hold you. The, the Lemon Pepper Freestyle is like my new favorite song off the Drake Project. I don't even know why. I did because it just Rick Ross is on it, to be honest oh, with you. You know, I never realized how much I like Ross. Right. Until the Lemon Pepper Freestyle. And I was like, you know what? I like Rick Ross. Mm-hmm. His mark. <coughs> It's crazy what you say because like his bars is not like magnificent. He, yeah, they're not like eye catchers. Mm-hmm. They're like they're like I hear you, but then you like after you heard the song, you think about like damn that shit was kind of. <laughs> oh, I see where he was going with mm-hmm. that. That's kind of like with the song with him and um, him and Anderson Pack with that song. Oh, I don't like Anderson Pack, so I just like I. Just, I like the beat. I was just literally telling someone how I don't like Bruno Mars, Anderson Peck, or um, Chance the Rapper. And I feel like they're all... The same? In the same realm. Mm -hmm. I just don't care for that type of music. And it's because I don't like pop. I I only like 
90s pop like Britney Spears, Michael Jackson. You know what? I feel it though, personally though. Chance, to me, when Chance first came out mm-hmm. with Acid Rap, like that was a whole, for me, when he first came out, that was a whole different sound that we have never heard. Because mm-hmm. when you think of Chicago, you thinking like Drill, mm-hmm. Chief Keek, Lil Durk. Um, King Von, all mm-hmm. them you digging all them old block, you digging all them rappers, mm-hmm. Tato, Tato Key, Tato Don, all them shit. Mm-hmm. You hear Chance doing like, I know, singing and shit. You like, you nigga from Chicago? Yeah. From Chicago? But I get it though. Everybody got I mean, his name is Chancellor, so. I mean, I get it, but you know, everybody got their own style. But I feel like if he, me personally, I feel like if he go back. To, to being how he was an acid rap and enhancing them type as in that that mindset from acid rap mm-hmm. could, could could the next project come out coloring book and you might all his projects are independent projects he's the only independent artist that's really not signed to anybody mm-hmm. and only just doing music by himself putting his own money into it building his own brand receiving money back from what he mm-hmm. built twice fold, two and four so it's like if we go back is that a baby mm-hmm and she ran. What if she would have tripped and fall? Mm-hmm. Dog, man, we gotta stop getting off track. Anyway, right? We completely off track right now. And <laughs> that shit threw me off. Where's another one? Wait a minute. Can we get off track for like thirty five seconds? Mm-hmm. Why does baby got no jacket on? We old. We old. Oh man, God dog. But um. But nah, I feel like coloring. Well, back okay, back to the chance of repertoire. I feel like coloring book. When it first came out, there was some songs off coloring book that gave you that acid rap vibes. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was just like, this is so commercialized. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, if we can get past the commercial. It's so poppy. Yeah, if we get past, the, I feel like if we get past the commercialized part of it or the pop version of pop part of it. Be a dope lyricist. Mm. Cause he got bars for days. It's not like he don't have bars. Mm-hmm. It's just those bars and him singing, him singing his bars over the beats he used or the beats he made. I don't think he's had a, to me, it don't accelerate his full potential. Mm-hmm. Him as not only a lyricist, not only as a writer, as a singer, but as a person that produces their own music. I feel like you can do more. That's just me. Yeah. And Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack got that old what well, I wanna say, that old seventies pimp buy for no fucking reason. And I'm just like, he good because I heard him in a freestyle. I mean I've seen Anderson Pack live mm-hmm. way before anybody even knew who, knew who he was. was. Yeah. Cause and I he didn't was good. I didn't like, like when the first album came out, Malibu or whatever the shit was, Malibu yes. or that song. I like actually saw it like before that as we came onto an album. We was somewhere. It was me and like two other people, and I ain't know it was him. I just thought it was just a regular nigga. Like oh, with his own music, I'm like that shit was dope. Mm-hmm. Live it was dope. Mm-hmm. Him like actually doing it, recording, and putting it out. It's like something missing. Something mm-hmm. happens. Like something get missing. Mm-hmm. Even like now with him and Bruno Mars, I'm just like I don't like the song. Some is missing from to me. I feel like something is missing from that song. I just don't like it. I don't like Bruno Mars part. I don't like Bruno Mars. That's another person I feel like. Me and my brother was talking about it the other day. I don't know what it is about him, but I don't like his music. 
I you know because he came when he came out. You gotta think he came out in the in the in the mid era of pop and shit mm-hmm. and all that genre. But the hardest song from the first album that came out was Liquor like Store Blues because it just just the beat itself. Mm-hmm. Like you actually feel like he was living up the pain and mm-hmm. and and feeling off that off that song. I feel like he always seems like he's screeching. I mean that too, but you gotta think, man. Allegedly, for what we heard in the news about the whole cocaine shit mm-hmm. that went on in his life, I feel like allegedly if that was true or not, because I'm not for the confirm it or deny it, but I feel like if that was the case. That may be the reason why he sound like the way it sounds because mm-hmm. of that. But at the end of the day, I feel like, like the same way with Anderson Peck and Chance the Rapper, like they're not at their full potential. Mm-hmm. And you got this money, got all this and that, but I feel like you ain't, you're not using your full potential, your talent. Mm-hmm. I feel like you do so, you can come out of different genres and come out of that pop shit. You know, um, for the Drake project, my favorite song is What's Next. Mm. And, um, because, you know, for Drake, it's always, we always think, damn, Drake has topped mm-hmm. his music. What else, what is next that he can do? Because he always come out with bangers. Right. And it's always pretty much quality. Now, it's never some, quantity. Like Yeah, it's always quality. Mm-hmm. It's always good sounding, good feeling, good, good lyrical. Gosh. Right. Stuff. And he's always doing more. And I'm like Even with the song with him and uh Wiz Kid and uh who was it? DeVito? Oh yes, my, it was uh, so oh, good. So amazing. Like you know, I like uh UK drill Drake. hmm I really do enjoy the UK drill right. Drake. And um I feel like he gave us a taste of that with war. When he was like, you know, mm-hmm. wasn't hiding the, mm-hmm. my, my kid from the world. I was hiding the world from my kid. Right. So he's always giving different parts nice. of himself. Mm-hmm. And he's really always ready to reinvent himself. And I feel like... But Drake been doing that since his first... He came part. out! His he's first. always giving you somebody remember else. When, remember when uh, the Thank Me Now project or yes. Thank Me Later project came out? And mm-hmm. how hard Houston, Atlanta, Vegas went? Yes. Like that's Drake Drake, like, like for real beginnings. Atlanta, Vegas, yeah. Hey, yeah. What that shit was so hard. I mean, I played that shit so many times in the car. Mm-hmm. I'm like, shit, bro. I had that mixtape, bro. I had I had all the mixtapes, mm-hmm. and then I had when he came up with the first album with the song Over. Mm-hmm. That was my theme song for like a hot year. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like, who the fuck are y'all? Like, I felt I, that. But <laughs> everybody was really on Marvin's room, but I was like, eh. Marvin's room, okay. Marvin's room, Marvin's room gave you a different side of mm-hmm. Drake. You know? I think that's when he was trying to pivot. Yeah, that's when Take it's with Take Care. Mm-hmm. Take Care, you could tell the, the pivot of him like from just singing all the time to rapping. Mm-hmm. And then... What was it? I had to take care that one project. It was so many. It was so many songs that he was features on around that I time. I think the one project that was lackluster was probably Scorpion. Yeah. That, and if you're reading this, then you know it's too late. That oh, project. no, nigga. I do not agree. 
<laughs> well, uh, I do not agree. Why? I do not agree with how? How? No. No, I feel it. No, the reason why I say I feel it like that because there are so many songs on just that project alone that should have been just straight singles. Like how did, that matter of fact, the whole I mean, me personally, the he whole, came out with the whole album. Right, it wasn't like there was anything left to be <laughs> said. That, but that's what it made like projecting. I'm like that. That for people that don't know Drake or don't mm. know how his music talent is, is like okay, he giving us something. Let's let's see what happens. But I feel like all them tracks on there, all them tracks on that album was straight bangers for one. But there was to me, I feel like. The industry, the the, uh, the people who actually listened to him was overlooked because nobody, everyone was thinking of some other shit at the time when that project came out. I'm just like, bro, y'all missing the instant beginnings of a classic starting mm-hmm. right here. And then when Scorpion came out, mm-hmm. psh, boy, it's like, okay, now we see from this project to Scorpion, where he's stepping at. And then that middle project, More Life. More Life, I feel like, I like all, matter of fact, I like all but one song of More Life. Mm. I can't th- tell you what the name. I don't think I listened to that project. More, well, cause more life really got it came out. It came out, but the only real songs they really pop was the one with the sample of uh, building the ladder. Mm-hmm. Uh, that song, and then what was the other one? With the other sample, I can't think of it. But either way, that more life. Matter of fact, that project got. It's not an overrated, it's not an underrated project, but it's an overlooked project because we listen to it. God, I don't listen to that project. Every time I hear that project, I always hear something different than each song, minus the one mm-hmm. I don't like. But I always hear different than each song in that project. Even with Scorpion and in the newest project with Scary Guys, too, I'm just like, still is like a genius. You can see the creation of this performing. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's breaking from. Shit, the Houston line of Ace mixtape to now it's just like you see the evolution of Drake. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm I saying? agree. So I like, agree. I'm just so over the bandwagon of everybody fucking hating Drake. Right. I was like, but okay, so Drake. I guess it's just how we feel, a lot of people feel about Kanye. You know what I mean? Uh-uh. I disagree. No, I disagree on that. Because he had four good, in my opinion, I say it to this day to anybody, he has four good albums. The other albums, besides the Jesus Life album, was trash, trash. to me. Trash. It's trash, trash to me. Like Just like mumbo jumbo, low key, high key, and mid key. Like a one minute song of just him going... Anna, Anna, or, or, you know what I mean? Just... Right, some real stupid. I'm just like, bro, what the fuck? Like, oh my God. But, you know, I feel like the reason why all these other projects in my eyes was trash, because you got to think, Ed Awaits the Heartbreaks, when that came out, it came out around the same time this mom passed. Mm. And all that says, you know, it's pain. You can hear the pain, mm-hmm. especially in the, what's the song? Heartless. Mm-hmm. You can hear the pain in that song of him missing his mother in that song. Like you really can hear the pain in that shit. That coldest winter, um, Robocop, paranoid, um, shit. That whole album. Just feel like that whole Eight Ways of Heartbreak. That whole album was a classic album. Like at the peak of his career, I feel like at the peak where he was going. At the peak of that, and then from what, from I don't know what the fuck happened from 808s 
to my dark choice. To, yeah, yeah, to my dark choice trinity. Cause I'm just like, what did we miss? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, for real. Come on, what? Did, like what? So you don't feel like those were good transitions? Because I almost, you know, Kanye was kind of going down the deep end, and you know that. And I feel like he told us that in 808. And it was about time that my dark twisted fantasy. Yeah, but my dark twisted fantasy came out and then all the fucking out of nowhere. Jesus. I was like, nigga. It was just going. It was like, this is not it. Like, even when Black Skin Heads came out. I I'm not going to hold you, though. No, for real shit. I'm not going to hold you. Kanye was as a producer. Dope nope, producer. Yeah. I give him that. Him as a lyricist, he's he, not. He's not. He not. I don't think he he's, he's ever not, nah, he's peaked not. out. I mean, I feel like he peaked out in late registration. Yes, thank <laughs> you. Yes, and that was early in. Mm-hmm. Like nothing got better. Cause even when graduation came out, it was just like, it was just like, these tracks are dope, but something is lacking. Mm-hmm. With graduation, because even with the um, with the track "Everything I Am," mm-hmm. that track I love the sample, but I feel as though that sample could be used in a different way for that song. Mm-hmm. It could have been made differently for that song, and I'm just like, that's why I feel like this is shit. You know what I'm saying earlier, I feel like Ada Wesley's Harper was this last good project in mm-hmm. my eyes. Yeah, everything else from there was just trash to me. Mm-hmm. Dodge with the Fantasy and wouldn't be like three good songs. Mm-hmm. Power, fucking uh, Gorgeous, and um, A Monster. That was only the good three good songs on there. Mm-hmm. But then when they nigga make the whole movie mm-hmm. of Power, or the whole album of Dodge with the Fantasy, I think we all knew then when that shit came out. Yeah, like, he was going down. Yeah, he was going down here from there. I give him though. Jesus is life. The newest album he got. How do you feel about his um, gospel music though? That, you, I, to me, I don't think you really can call it. Cause it ain't but like what eight tracks. Well, the gospel music. The gospel album, I think it's like eight tracks. Um, I don't. I can't remember. I don't listen to Kanye like that. Me either. But. When, when when Jesus of Light came out, it's one song on there. It's like two minutes. I just like the sample off that. How mm-hmm. he took that sample and cut it up and made it to a whole gospel joint. But that mm-hmm. was, that was dope within itself. So I feel like him his gospel album was 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 dope mm-hmm. in a sense because it was easy to listen to. Mm-hmm. You wasn't really expecting nothing crazy from a gospel album, but then you was like, it's Kanye. So what? What possibly can he do crazy with mm. a gospel album, right? And it really wasn't even all that crazy. It was more so like, in a sense, soothing but scary to listen to. You can't listen mm-hmm. to it twice. You got to listen to it one time and then call it a day. Mm-hmm. So, but it was like it was easy to listen to that one time, and I haven't heard it since. Every once in a while, I go to that one song, but as far as listening to the whole album through, I'll never do that again. It's like Life of Pablo. Mm, okay. Okay. You know what? I liked a few. Um, Songs from Life of Pablo. Yeah. Father, I, I don't know where, where that album came from, though. Out mm-hmm. his ass. That's what I'm saying, man. Mm-hmm. You get to, like, Darch with the Fantasy, then Yeezus, and then after Yeezus, what was that one album? No. 
it was that one song that he didn't want to sell that beat and then Life of Pablo came out mm-hmm. and when Life of Pablo came out it was just like okay we see the change him going back <laughs> to being old Kanye but at this point it's like low key too late mm-hmm. to do it and I'm just like you know what let's see how this shit turn out cause at mm-hmm. this point Kanye's being Kanye yeah it's like you know what I'm saying? With the gospel albums, like, in a sense, in a sense, it's like, especially the one song, when I find it, I'll let you know what the song is, but it's that one song that sound like old Kanye, like, college dropout Kanye. Mm-hmm. And you can hear it, it was like an older version of college dropout with that one song. Mm-hmm. Like how that shit was cut out. But, that's how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember what the question was. I don't even know how we even got to Kanye, but, Oh, because I was talking about Drake. And, and then you did Boom, that's how we came up with that. Yeah. I feel you. Um, I kind of want to keep on, but I'll move forward. What question are we on? I you, think six or seven. You might be right. Because well, I, I don't never go past 36 minutes on my podcast. That's what I mean. So that's why I was like, it's not going to be 15. So, um. We'll just say the other five for later part to her life. Okay, because I really want to continue with the talking about the works because I was just like, I was just reading about how the uh, projects that Kid Cudi and Kendrick Lamar had came out with and how Kid Cudi kind of misses uh, Kendrick being in the limelight again because, you know, Kendrick kind of has taken a step back mm-hmm. from music. Right. And I was like, you know what? You may need to like re-up because damn was a perfect body of work right a damn is a a body of work where you don't skip i don't feel like i skipped anything. you can't you can't skip any because song. it go it, it's a story it's a story so that, you need to that, listen to it that and uh how to pimp a butterfly yeah you to can't pimple, you, to can, pimp a butterfly. you can't skip through that do that whole album mm-hmm. you can try you want to but you feel like if you skip you're gonna miss something mm-hmm. i feel like the is another one too i feel like that not like peaked at it at, at his early at, at an early career, but the first project that came out uh, with the song "Ignorance Is Bliss," mm-hmm. that's that song on that project I feel like got overlooked because Kendrick was like a different at the time. Kend- nobody was listening to Kendrick the way they was listening to rappers, mm-hmm. especially from Compton in L.A. Everybody was different on their own little shit, mm-hmm. but Kendrick had that more like of a of a storytelling vibe. Mm-hmm. And when Section 80 came out, mm-hmm. oh my God, Rigor Mortis was the shit. Mm-hmm. Rigor Mortis was the shit. And I was like, this is the person you ain't never really heard. Mm-hmm. You know, go in as a rapper for one, two as an LA rapper, and three as a person that, that studies the craft. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, and each album was like, great. You can't really skip through the album. Even with, um, What's the one with the minivan on the front? I can't think of the name of the album. Shit. That was a good album. Oh, Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah, Good Kid, Mad City was a great album. Um, I don't think he came out with any shit at all. Like, I feel like all of his work is good. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not a time. It's not a, it's not a time where there's a song that was a shitty-ass song. Mm-hmm. And even when you thought it might be a shitty-ass song, it still was a great piece of work. A great concept mm-hmm. song. Even when he put the untitled play the untitled album out, it was never like because I don't care for that song about uh 
I don't care for humble. And I know about all the controversy that song came out. Mm. But I just never really cared for it. So, like, that that piece, you know, mm-hmm. you could have done without it. You know, but it, it played its part mm-hmm. in the album and what he needed to. This is how I feel about Element. Off of Damn. Yeah, that's how I feel about Element. Because Element... Element is a is a good song by itself, mm-hmm. but I feel like with that song, just putting on that project, is like if people don't understand how Kendrick thinks, you'll miss out that something that's missing from that project. It is mm-hmm. not because it's just like that song could be by itself or it could be with a project. It's either or, mm-hmm. and I feel like he's just made, me personally. I feel like he just made a song by itself mm-hmm. to start a new project to set the tone for the next project. Mm-hmm. It'll be dope for me. Anyway, I digress on that. Mm-hmm. What else? You know, I think it's an overlook, uh, an underlook rapper. Who? Nobody really cares for. Who? Uh, Schoolboy Q. You know what? Yeah, but I feel like Schoolboy Q. Schoolboy Q is not like pushing Mm-mm. like he should because he you pu- know that project that he had with Kanye West. What was it called? Even that, like, do you see what I'm saying? Like, but it just, it was good and it was going and then it dropped. Right. And that's why you can't remember what it is, but it's a really good song. That's like, uh, what's the project before Oxymoron 2? Like a song, there's a one song called Ride Slow. And that song itself, it's a cold ass song. The way that it's, shit. Uh, sitting in the studio over there, his. I don't know. It's the one where it's like it's the orange. It's the orange album that you got. I don't even. Oh my god, I can't remember the name of it. But it's a ride slow. We can go east, smoke hotel blow. And this is just the way he say the words on the shit. It's like it's just a because the beat just drop. And, and, the 808s just kick on that song. Is he even signed to anybody? Top dog. Oh. They ain't doing right by him. Or J-Rock. Yeah. J-Rock. <laughs> J-Rock. J-Rock has a beautiful uh, song with uh, J. Cole. Mm-hmm. Um, we listened to it when we was out, me, you, bro. Yeah. When we were at the um, bonfire. Yeah. Now, I can't remember what the fuck the song was, was. But that song is it. But I know the song, and I love it, and it's about a story about um you know being paranoid about somebody following you and they actually are and they kill you mm-hmm. and you being too trusting oh that's a question i can ask does that feel like what well, that song itself do that feel like that could be the black version of the book catcher in the rock see what i'm saying i ain't the only one that think this shit Cause when mm-hmm. i heard the song that's the first thing i thought about like this low could be the black version of catcher in the rock mm-hmm what question are we on? This gonna be a part two, ain't it? Yeah, because we gonna have to stop soon. Cause look, you almost at an hour. Yeah. Mm. We gonna cut this. Mummer, dude. We start the seven, right? Yeah, lucky okay. number seven. Lucky number seven. All right, folks. Well, we will pick this up at lucky number. Hopefully, seven. I have the actual questions. Mm. And then we can just go from there. And mm-hmm. then just buggy on out from there mm-hmm. um well, I didn't really introduce you 
like introduce you, introduce it's you. It's too late now. But no, it's not. It's never too it's late. It's too late now. It's never too late, never too it's much. It's too late to apologize. I mean, I wasn't going to apologize, but I'm sorry. I <laughs> <laughs> but now, um, you got to introduce yourself now so you can do your stuff so people can follow you. Oh, I am Jay from Let's Unpack with Jay Podcast, um, where I talk my own shit about mental health, my own growings and beginnings and where I'm goings. Um, you can follow me on all uh, streaming platforms at Let's Unpack with Jay. Facts. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Bronzebin Bay. No more underscores, so people can find me easier. Why did you put the underscore to begin with? Because I want to be cool. <laughs> anyway. That's y'all friend. Anyway, oh, you can follow me on Instagram at bronzed bimbe, B-I-M-B-A-E. It's a banger. That's when you were just slug. Oh, my God. And I think that is it for me. Hopefully, uh, we'll be talking about the next our, project our next coming pro- upcoming project and the individual projects that me and Austin are working on. Um, business ventures and mm-hmm. things like that. Thanks. So stay tuned. And um, y'all already know who it is. It's the boy Cool Kid himself. Y'all can follow me on the Cool Kid Two Hundred One. I don't have any fancy underscores or nothing. Just look me up by that. Fuck Austin. <laughs> <laughs> nah, friend, don't do me like that. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, what else? Uh, and far shit, any suggestions? Like at all, I'm gonna use my junk email. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, not the kid Texas. <laughs> yeah, this is young Texas 2011 uh-huh. at gmail.com. Like, ew, man, we're gonna use that young bro. fucking Texas. What would you want to put the, the a dot Johnson no. R? I use that for my job now, okay? And they still don't, they still don't. You see need it. an individual e- email for your podcast, but anyway, bye. <laughs> Damn, like this, you don't get. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, it's been real. It's the cool kid and Miss J. Stay tuned for part two of life. This has been the, the cool redemption of life of the Yellow Mansion Chronicles. Peace. We out. <laughs>